for sports listeners. Not such a familiar voice here. Jeremy Collins introducing you to the show. Jake Kelly is all the way across the country. I think he's going to join us right off the top of the show, but then we're going to kick him out, and it's just Lee and I. Lee, how are you doing, brother? I'm good, man. It feels good to be in this chair. I know we get kicked (laughs) out because Jake's here, but now I'm over here. The third chair. Well, maybe the second chair. Maybe the producer chair is the third chair, but it's a crazy week in sports, as always, and Lee and I will be breaking most of it down. Jake's, like I said, other side of the country, well, other side of the continent, I guess. Yeah, And so he went to a football game. He's going to break that down for us a little bit. And then we're going to get into our thumbs up and thumbs down for the day. Sound good, Lee? I love that. Without any further ado, we're going to ask Jacob Kelly what his thumbs up and thumbs down of the week. Jake, take it away, brother. What's going on, everyone? It's Jake. I'm here. I'm on the West Coast. It is the best coast. And I just went and saw the Arizona State. I don't even know what they're called, but I know Sun they Devils. lost the, Sun the Devils. Oh, the Sun Devils. And uh, I saw them lose to the Oregon State Beavers in dramatic fashion. If you follow the Poor Sports uh, Instagram, you saw that I went live at the game. The game was nuts. Herm Edwards, if you know who that is, he once said, You play to win the game. Well, Herm Edwards clearly played to win the game on this one and went for two when he was down one in the dying seconds of that game. And his Arizona State Sun Devils lost. They lost in a game that, in my opinion, should have went to overtime. I get what he's going for. I get what he's doing. But, Herm, what are you doing? I didn't even know he was still coaching. That's where I'm at right now. And I'm still a little bit fired up from that Oregon State game because I stormed the field afterwards. All right. That was that was the craziest thing ever. So where where does that rank in personal live sports moments for you? So the game itself was not gonna lie, like run of the mill game. It was a good game, you know, and it came down to the last last play or so, like I said, but storming the field with like it's not like I walked down the stairs onto the field. You jumped down about eight feet, you landed on the field, and you just ran on with everyone else. Everyone's going wild, the crowd's going wild, the players are involved. It was uh it was up there, man. I'd say, I'd say easily in my top five. Yeah, and I saw your Instagram. So you just took a picture with some random Oregon State O lineman. That's literally exactly what I did. <laughs> you saw? You did, was he ra- the biggest person you saw? And you're like, I want that one. That guy. That's not that the first guy. time he's <laughs> actually thought about that and said that. Man, exactly. We we just walked on, and it was like. Hey, so I was with my girlfriend Taylor, and and we go. Uh, uh, Taylor goes, "Hey, can we get a photo?" And the guy's like, "Sure." And then I just burst on the scene. I'm like, "Yeah, we came all the way from Toronto, Canada, to watch the game." <laughs> just, was just like, just, what was okay. his reaction to that? <laughs> Doesn't really matter. Like, I, I will take the photo with you, no matter what you. Yeah, like the photo had already been from. agreed agreed upon before you came in there. Yeah, but uh, it was pretty cool, man. It was uh, it was a heck of a game, and I don't know the small townness. Like the city was only about sixty thousand people, and you're walking around the city or driving around. Everyone's wearing the colors. We went to a bar before, and you know people are there. We were wearing Oregon State stuff, and a guy just picked up our tab because we were wearing Oregon State University stuff. As we left, hey, Did he ask maybe how much it count, how much it was before he took it? Or yeah, I, he... I've seen Jake Kelly bar bills before. Yeah, it was it was only twenty five American dollars, but <laughs> so six hundred Canadian. Taken, this this same guy had already taken about four of our drinks, so you do some math. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it was it was really good, man. But uh, anyways, anyways, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So that was your thumbs up. Do you want to get your thumbs down right away? Are we gonna go go around the circle a little bit? No, I think his thumbs well, up was actually, gonna be there. My yeah, thumbs his, down. Yeah. My thumbs oh. down was to Herman Edwards. Correct. Yeah. Sorry. I, I... That's my thumbs down for for going for it for two. Whenever you could have just kicked the field goal, you had momentum, and you You're decided safe, not to go. Not yeah. So, to just so Lee, play it safe. Take it to overtime. What's your you take know, on I'd the? I'd probably be saying thumbs up. I'd probably be saying thumbs up to him if they would have scored. Yeah, of but... course. So, what's your take on going for it, Lee? I say, two. I say go for it. I say what they just they got a fourth and eight touchdown to get that one right. Like it was a it was a big touchdown to get out of nowhere. They went ninety yards down the field and coming back from from what they came back from there with all the penalties and everything like that. If you tell me that you got two yards 
to come all this way and get a win, I'd say I'd say you take your chance right there, right? And plus, they still had two timeouts with one forty left, right? What What was the play call yeah. for the two points? Uh, I'm sorry. What was the play call? Was a run and a pass? I think uh, it was a pass. No. So what I'm looking at right here is that this is an exact quote from Miracle. The play was dead from the minute it started as they tried to pitch the ball in, and he was immediately swarmed. He tried wow. to throw the ball, the running back, into the end zone as a last-ditch effort and was picked off horribly as it was one of the worst two-point plays I've ever seen in my years of watching college football. That was a direct quote here from the Arizona Sports 98.7. So we don't think that guy's going to be Lamar Jackson anytime soon, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's my thumbs down. That's my thumbs down. Okay, so want to just keep rolling thumbs down? Thumbs or? down, Lee. What's your thumbs down? My thumbs down is going to be local. I was going to go to this championship game, but unfortunately the Mac Marauders football team went out west to face Calgary. They lost 30-17 to to the Dinos team, the seventh-ranked Dinos team. Uh, Jeremy actually told me a crazy stat. Tell me about that stat. Yeah, so I, I don't know the exact number of years, but I know that uh, an OUA team hasn't went out west to win it all in like it's fifty or sixty years. It, it's wow. something crazy. Yeah. So the, cool. the the West the Lee said the game was sparsely attended, um, but it looks like Mac needed the Marauder crowd there to cheer them on. Yeah. So it was at McMahon Stadium, which is hosting the Great Cup the following week, right? And it was it was one of those ones where you could only sit on one side, and even on that one side, it looked terribly attendant, and it just it was cold, right? So yeah. it's hard to get them to come out for like cold a football weather. Yeah. Come on, yeah, but it's true, not, it's true. But yeah, so that's my thumbs down. I would have been going to Laval if if Mac would have won. It would have been cool to go see it, but say la vie. Ah, well done there. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the local <laughs> the local flavor. I'm gonna split the difference. I'm gonna go with a local ish team, but I'm gonna also go for a game I got to see live. At the away field, the Pittsburgh Penguins trampled the Toronto Maple Leafs. It wasn't even close on Saturday night hockey night in Canada. Yeah, yeah. So you started liking tweets, right? Yeah. And you started tweeting, and I wasn't watching this game because <laughs> I was out. And you liked one tweet that said, "Just go on and make it ten nothing yeah. already." And I went to the thing assuming it was the absolute worst scoreboard ever, and it was it, it, it was bad. It was like six one after two, right? Yeah, but. Uh, or 5-1, but I just, like, I, I assumed just from the tweets that you were liking, you were falling off a cliff. That, that, like, that's they were playing like. so bad, Riley and Barry, who they're two of the top puck movers in the league, they looked like Roman Polak, Ron Hainsey, Nikita Zaitsev all rolled into one. It was it was awful. And then... Matt. Okay. Jake? Matt, the Leafs, the Leafs suck. <laughs> they suck right now. And, and like the Leafs suck. We're going to be the first to uh, send the condolences here on anybody who was all in on the Leafs this year and took their over, under, and wins because that is talk about a sure loser pretty much at this point in the season uh, because they're not hitting that over, under. I would have guessed the over, under would be uh, probably around 50, right? Like that'd probably be fair. Yeah, 50, well, 60. I, they, they, yeah. they would probably go with points, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. So it would have been up in the hundreds. Yeah. And I, I think they're on pace for, what, 90 in, in dropping? So the Leafs, to get to 100 points, which they, I believe, had had 105 last year, they'd have to go 36, 16, and 4 down the stretch. And I just don't They're not going to do that. With, they will not do that with Michael Babcock as their coach. I tell you what. Yeah. So, so I continued to like tweets and like retweet tweets and stuff. So some of the ones I t- retweeted was... The Penguins beat the Leafs 12-1 like a couple decades ago, and then the next day there was a Big Ten player trade that sent out a whole bunch of players. And you the, put down the story, yeah. And the and the, and the season turned around a little bit after that. And then and there was another tweet that was three three days to the anniversary of the one year anniversary of when the St. Louis Blues fired their coach last year. So, do you think this is actually planned? You know, I don't know. Yeah. Off the start just to fire the coach. So that game was Saturday. So then three days would be Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So bet your life savings <laughs> is what we're saying on that. Babcock gets fired tomorrow after they lose to the Vegas Golden Knights. Yep. 
You heard it here first. So the, the my thumbs down is I don't know if it's to the whole organization, Mike Babcock specifically, Kyle Dubas for not pulling the trigger yet, Brendan Shanahan for maybe not letting Kyle Dubas pull the trigger yet, the players, whether it's Riley, everybody but Willie and Austin Matthews can go kick rocks. And then even Austin Matthews, he came out with some BS uh, quote that's like, we can't just keep coming out and saying we got to play better. We actually got to play better. That's just another quote saying you have to play better. Show it on the ice. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. All right, well, let's switch to positive. We're going to (laughs) go half full now, and we're going to start with Jake. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. My thumbs up is to Colin Kaepernick telling the NFL where to go and how to get there. For those of you who don't know, he didn't. Uh, he had a, a hastily scheduled uh, workout planned by the NFL, and this is actually a very unknown thing that the NFL tried to slide in before he was allowed to work out at that at that workout that they scheduled. That he was uh, unable to essentially sue them for anything else for the future, and they tried to use this workout as essentially a disguise for a way that he would sign this agreement that he would not uh, essentially ever do any legal action against uh, the NFL. So one, he said, you know where to go and how to get there. And two, he said, you guys are just all of a sudden going to set this work up, workout up for me for no reason on four days notice when I've been asking for three years and you're going to give me four days notice. No, no. And they That's weren't just, even going to tell I'm, him the wide receivers they were sending. Exactly. It's pathetic. So so Kaepernick said, no, you know what? I will go. I will perform a workout that essentially you guys have set up for me. But instead, I'm going to do it in front of media members. I'm going to control what I'm going to do because you guys have just dicked me around for God knows how long. Yeah, and the, and original, really- and the original place that they had, had set them to was not going to allow media. Right, so then, of course they, of course they weren't, yeah. Because then, if they allow media, then media is allowed to say, "Oh, it's very obvious that he is definitely good enough to play in the NFL." And that's what is that's exactly what the stories came out with, and uh, exactly they they even got quotes from a couple of the scouts saying that his arm looked just as good as it did coming out of college and et cetera. Like someone that. said, top five arm in the league right now, and I'm like, I don't know about that. I think that's a hyperbolic a little bit. And it's also different sure. when, you're, when you're wearing a uh, we wearing no pads, no pressure. Yep. But I you could but. I can understand. Regardless, he had a good workout. And regardless, two teams did come out and say, whether it's fake or not, or they're just looking for media, it was unknown teams, that there's serious attention to Psycab and that there could be a Psycab within the month. So, Jake and Lee, is he going to be signed, yes or no? No. No. I'm actually on no, too. Uh, I think that's a straight sweep across the board. Um, I can see him getting like a try out and camp next season. Yeah. This season it's nothing. And like I kind of before I knew everything the NFL was doing, I was kind of agreeing with Stephen A Smith. You might want to rec- rare. Yeah, you might want to record that cuz that's very rare. Um I thought he almost just wanted to be a martyr, but then I was like, okay, this is super disingenuous by the NFL. So and- disingenuous. So so like so rude. Yeah. Like- it's uh, it, and on a Saturday when everyone plays on Sunday. Oh yeah, yeah, there wasn't one coach there. It was just all. But it, to be fair, at least it was like their legit pro scouting team was there for why can't it be? Teams. Why can't it be three days later on the Tuesday? Yeah, like like yeah. every other tryout happens. And it was a Saturday exactly. when there is at the same time of his workout. There was Michigan, Michigan State. There was Georgia, Kentucky, or yeah. uh, Georgia. Uh, Auburn, like there's all these huge yeah. games. Like they're and just you're trying gonna to send, him. and you're gonna send your best scouts there to watch Cap. Like, no, you're not. You're not going to, and you can't blame the teams for not going to do that whenever those games are on. Yeah, like it's right? huge yeah. implications. Okay. So, but it's hey, pathetic. so my thumbs up, my thumbs up to Kaepernick. Okay, yeah. so let I, I'm gonna get my thumbs up in here to another quarterback, Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. I know That's it's against. I, I know it's against the Miami <laughs> Dolphins. But Josh Allen has taken it to a different level. There's been questions about his accuracy, and that generally ends up in interceptions. However, Josh Allen has now gone five straight games without throwing an interception. Knock on one. There we go. And then we also have, he threw three touchdowns, and it was best passer rating of his whole career, and 
he was looking like a man on fire out there. Josh Allen, on his first touchdown throw, he pump faked to the left, the whole defense bit, and then he lasered it downfield to John Brown. John Brown made one guy miss, and what do you know, six points are on the board. It was fantastic, and the Buffalo Bills coaching staff has challenged the Bills' offense. They said, the defense is playing their ass off for you. And you guys need to start putting points up on the board. We don't care in what fashion you do it, but you got to start scoring. Yeah. And they did. And, and like, it's so uh, overrated the fact that they were playing, like, the hottest team in the NFL. <laughs> right? like the Dolphins are on a two-game bender at that point in time. Right? That's a very true point. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, were, they were looking hot. So the Bills came in and uh, squashed that, that's for sure. But, yeah, I like that. And it was crazy. Jerry and I were talking off, um, off pod that there was a bet made. Uh, at the start of the season, and it was between I took Lamar Jackson to uh, have more fantasy points was our bet over Josh Allen, and how crazy it's been. Uh, we had no clue, but both these quarterbacks are like if you would have studs, like, yeah, they're both just all of a sudden studs. So you want to work good on us? So and hey. I'm as happy as a pig in well, you know what? Because I have both them in my league of record fantasy football team. Yeah, and that really pisses me off, and I'm wrecking on that, too. (laughs) I I offered you Allen earlier for Tom Brady, and you just couldn't pull the trigger. Yeah, I want Lamar Jackson, so. (laughs) I guess the price would probably be a little high. So I'm going to go next here. Um, My thumbs up is to one of the greatest slash maybe worst. I don't know. You could do a thumbs up, thumbs down for this one. Well, Babcock would think it was the worst. Yeah. The Hamilton Bulldogs yesterday in Sudbury – Won a 21 goal overtime thriller. Yes, that's right. 21 goals as Tag Bertuzzi scored with five seconds left in OT to, for the Bulldogs to win it 11 to 10. Now, I'll start with the ugly. Uh, all four goalies that were dressed played in this game. <laughs> how, how many goals did the goalie who gave up the least amount of goals? Get scored on. That um, was bad wording, but you get the point. Yeah, so so the Bulldogs had uh, Zachary Roy and Marco Constantini. They both gave up five. Ugh. Right? Sudbury had Christian Perbu go, and he gave up. He stopped 26 of 34. But then Mitchell Weeks came in their backup and made just two saves on five shots on goal. So I would start off with, if I'm the organization after that game, win or lose, cut the goalies. Just start it start again. Start again. Like start. Yeah, cut everything. Even if you have a kid that's like down in like like Ancaster. the third string. Yeah, and Ancaster, cut him too. Just start all over because <laughs> clearly it's not working. But if you're a fan of offense, then this was the game of your life. Here it was goal after goal. It was three one after the first period. Three one, and the final score ends up. Uh, the Bulldogs get nine. It score eight goals in the second period to lead nine six. So you think, wow. The, and then the team who gave up eight in the second actually comes back and gets a point out of it at 10-10. Like, I, I was at a different OHL game yesterday. I was at the London Knights versus the Kitchener Rangers, and I, that was a great game. And I go on to my app later that day, the CHL app, and I my jaw hit the floor. And I was on Twitter, and I saw that. And I like I tweet out, and I was just like, "Oh, what? You were at the wrong <laughs> OHL game, yeah, my like, friend." Yeah, so that's my thumbs up because at least you never want to be the team that's on the wrong end of an eleven ten absolute barn burner. So thumbs up to the Bulldogs for at least winning it. Very exciting game, and I love offense, so I'm all for that game. If we've already talked about the Marauders and we've already talked about the Bulldogs, we have to talk about the other Hamilton team, Oski Mother Wee Wee. Let's go, Tie Cats. <laughs> They're going to the Grey Cup. They're going to play they Zach, Zach Kalaros and the Blue Bombers. One extra thumbs up from us here at Poor Sports. Goes to the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Now, now here's the thing. Jake Kelly is going to be in Calgary unless things have changed, Jake. Yeah, no, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. I'm not going to the actual game. Well, what are tickets at nowadays? The, have you been looking at I'm now that Calgary's be, out? I'm sorry, say it again. I was going to say, are tickets still potentially reasonable because it's Winnipeg versus Hamilton? So we haven't looked yet. Um, I think that it could be reasonable. I think that regardless, though, just I personally kind of want to go to a a bar and watch because football, in my opinion, is a little bit of a made-for-TV sport. I like to hear the announcers and so on. Don't get me wrong. I was just at a game, like I said the other day. But I like to hear the announcers. I like to see that first down line. And I also like to not be freezing cold. The game was in Calgary in November. I was in a game in Oregon. It's a little bit more south, 
right? I don't want to wear a parka to the game. Fair. So uh, I don't know. I mean, if tickets are really cheap, I would kind of be silly not to go. Yeah, especially uh, being there. If the but I'm just looking win. forward to being in the city of Calgary for the Grey Cup. It'll be um, a lot of fun, I think. Just the, the festivities and everything that's going on. The city is always a buzz during the Grey Cup, so it'll be cool. Tickets start at 150 American plus fees on StubHub. Yikes. So yeah. we'll see you in the bars, yeah. <laughs> and you'll be live on the yeah. Instagram from there. So. Um, well, in all fairness, like, look, we're, I'm not at main door to money, and I think a lot of people, you know, it's called poor sports. Yeah, we're for called a poor reason, sports for a reason, yeah. right? Jake, Jake like, how could you get more you money? Spend, could you could they could, spend could people dollars at the bar, or would you rather spend three hundred plus drinks at the game to freeze your, you know what, off? And a lot of you know what's in, in this episode row. already. <laughs> uh, people could maybe fund Jake's trip if they bought merch. Where could they buy merch, guys? Shopify, obviously. Um, it's in our Instagram link, our bio, the link is. Uh, it's great for Christmas. And those hoodies, let me tell you, they are warm. Yeah, Jake, Jake, if he were to go to the game, would definitely be wearing his poor sports hoodie. Hottest on the market right That's now. right. That's right. Well, I think that's going to end this segment. Thumbs up, thumbs down. We went a little bit long there, and I love it. Yeah, so we're going we're gonna to let Jake, we're going to let Jake enjoy his road trip right the now. West Coast. He's, yeah, he's still three hours behind, so he's still got. He's still at seven o'clock when we're recording this. His time, so enjoy the rest of the uh, night there, Jake. Enjoy the rest of the trip, man. Looks awesome, gentlemen. Thank you very much. I'm happy to uh, to have called in, and uh, yeah, I'll definitely uh, have a good time just for you guys. Uh, away we'll go. Thanks, Jake. See you uh, next week. All right, easy guys. Bye. <laughs> Jeremy here. We just talked all about Hamilton. How can I not bet on the Grey Cup? And yeah, you might call me a little bit of a homer here. As as we speak, though, I was 1-0 last week with one game to be determined. Kansas City's up at this point as we're recording. So that's looking good. This week, Oski Wee Wee. Let's go Ticats. Ticats minus three all day if you can find an alternate line you can take them by as much as minus six and a half the Ticats are going to win by a full touchdown it's not going to be a walk-off rouge the Ticats are going to win in convincing fashion let's go Hamilton and let's win some money here's a flag as whoa Mason Rudolph got into it. To get out of there. What in the world? Believe Miles Garrett. They'll be swinging a helmet. Yeah, there'll be some ejections. You heard that right, guys. Miles Garrett. Swung. Swung. I was going to say swang. That feels right. right. It feels right, though. Swang his helmet at a defenseless Mason Rudolph. Now, you can say Mason may have started it, but there's no room on a football field for swinging or swinging your helmet. No. Like, there's no, you can't, you can't do whatever. Like, it was crazy when he sent out, when they sent that statement out, and all it was was like, we stand with you, Miles. Uh, Mind you, I, Mason Rudolph... Should have gotten something. Yeah, he he was the one that was instigating. Yeah, instigating. Um, like he did. It's there's video proof of him trying to remove Garrett's helmet himself. Um, and then he immediately r- ran at Miles Garrett. Regardless, I agree with the suspension. Um, I know. So some- uh, so when it's all said and done, because there was a three game suspension to the Steelers center, there's Pouncey. a one game suspension. To the Browns D lineman. He was the guy that came in and cleaned up Rudolph from behind, yeah. right? And then there's an indefinite suspension for Miles Garrett. Without pay. Without and, pay. And it was actually a cool bonus that they added on that. He actually has to stay in Cleveland, too. He can't leave. <laughs> <laughs> so 
what do we think the final number is on the Miles Garrett suspension? And wait, just so you guys all know, this is the two-minute drill. If this is your first time listening, we do the thumbs up, thumbs down. The next segment, we do two-minute drill. And then wildness happens in the third segment. So stay tuned for that. But yes, this is the two-minute drill, and we might spend a couple extra seconds on the Miles Garrett incident. It was kind of big news, right? So uh, how far do I think it goes? Um, Does he play game one in the regular season next year? Yes. I agree. Okay. Time, it's one of those things, time heals. You know what I mean? Um, now, mind you, the big question would be, what happens if the Browns rally off here? I know it's unlikely. Yeah, to happen, we don't have to worry talking, about that. Lamar Jackson's going to make sure. But wild card. Think about wild card. Okay, let's just say, let's just, let's let's think there. The Browns get a wild card game. The, the NFL would make them play the wild card game without him. But then if they were to move on, he would play the next one. I, I, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I, I Okay, I, I could get behind that one. Now, okay, so Biden, do you think Mason Rudolph should have gotten suspended? Uh, no, I think it's a better, bigger penalty to the Steelers that they have to play with Mason Rudolph next week. <laughs> <laughs> he is bad. Take it from somebody that was at the game. Mason, yeah. there, there was no, like... How was that, by the way? It was fantastic. The atmosphere was great. It's a division game. There's nothing better than going to that, being around 70,000 people yeah. who all either love or hate you. Yeah, and so here's the thing. So we asked around in the office at my work. We had a coworker, Al. He said, what I would do for a suspension is I would do eye for an eye. Roger Goodell should call in Miles Garrett to his office and then hit him over the head <laughs> with a helmet. And I almost cried laughing how funny that was. But yeah, I, I, just, I don't like that. But hey, you know, that's how you do it. Say, hey, this is, what, this is how much it hurt. And boom, Roger Goodell swings a helmet at Miles Garrett. And at least he hit him with the cushion part. Like, not that he knew what he was swinging, but if he hit him with the crown, we could be having a much more solemn conversation. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. And it continues this week because there's more unsportsmanlike situations going on. Just today, as we're recording Monday, Capitals and Ducks, I believe it is. Yep. There was a spitting incident. You're not in kindergarten anymore. Stop uh, spitting at people. You only you stopped in you only stopped in kindergarten? <laughs> um, this is such a classless act, right? Like I think it's I think well, obviously it's nowhere near hitting a guy with a helmet, but it's It's still, the thought behind it. Yeah. Not, like that's rage when you when you throw your helmet at somebody. Spitting's like you have to think to do that almost. Yeah. And it's like what are you trying to prove there? Like like it's You trying to give the guy mono? Yeah. Like <laughs> at least just lick him like Brad Marchand, right? <laughs> like that's what I think. Let it be a little bit funny. Yeah, that, that that's just ugh. play within like respect your opponent. I hope you, he gets a good I hope he gets the max fight he can. Yeah. yeah in, the, in the NHL that's nothing, but yeah. I agree. Like you can respect your opponent while still hating them. Just play fight. Yeah. <laughs> just fight. Like, why do you have to, like, clearly they were just, like, at each other. And worst case, if you have to go to the box no matter what, like, you can't get at each other to fight. Do the classic old-style hockey. Get out of the box. Gloves are dropped, right? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, if you're that mad, why spit at them? Like, you're playing a sport where you could fight and not be kicked out of a game. Fight. Right? Like, am I crazy to think that? No, you're not, you're not crazy at all. And, like, oh. It's just classless. Of course, it's the Ducks, too. I, I think the Ducks, who they just got rid of Corey Perry, who's another classless player, in my opinion. And now they have this guy. Yeah, it just never stops at this organization. Okay, we're moving on. Let's go to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Congratulations, Derek Jeter. I don't know about Congratulations, that. Congratulations, Derek Jeter. I don't know about this, Lee. Come on. Let, I, let, let, I want to be the first to say here on this Poor Sports Podcast, Derek, you can come on anytime you'd like. Uh, congratulations on getting in the Hall of Fame. Being a first ballot Hall of Famer is unbelievable, too. Great accomplishment. And uh, I wish nothing but the best for you. Yeah, one of the most legendary careers. You have the best playoff moment in the history of the MLB, and I will fight that tooth and nail. Mr. That, November. That, no, that flip he did okay. against Oakland. He has no business, and it's like sometimes it gets overshadowed, but he has no business being where that ball is to flip that ball. And I think he gets Jason Giambi, who's actually his teammate, coming in, which is fine. And he's also. Uh, up for the Hall of Fame this year. Yeah, so Not, can, can I read a, read off a few names here? Yeah, totally. Okay, so we got Bobby Abreu, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Adam Dunn. A lot of juice heads here. Todd Helton, Ra- Raul Abanez, Andrew Jones, Jeff Kent, Andy Pettit, Manny Ramirez, Kurt Schilling, Gary Sheffield, Alfonso Soriano, Sammy Sosa, Omar Vizquel, and a Canadian boy, Larry Walker. Yeah. You Only name- 10 guys are getting in, right? 
is it, it, it could be less. Like, it all depends on what you get to, right? You got to get a certain amount of percentage. Oh, but each better or each um, vote caster can only put 10 names down. Yes, correct. I uh, have no problem if people leave Derek Jeter off their ballot this year to clean up some of that. The Sammy Sosa, the Roger Clemens, the Barry there. Bonds. We're not there, man. Like, it's, it's, it's going to come down to, I think, those guys' last go. Cooperstown is full of people who bent the rules or cheated, cheated the system. These guys are just proving guilty. That's the problem, right? The other guys were already in, and they're like, hey, by the way, thanks for letting me in. I Spitballs did- and pine yeah. tar and juicing and drugs. It's it's crazy. It's dumb. Cooperstown, let Bonds, Sosa, Clemens. And- Congratulations, Derek, honestly. So what percentage of the votes are you going to get? Enough to get in. I don't know. It, I, I Sometimes that voting is crazy. Um, but above 90? Yeah. Is that is that what it takes to get in? No, it's not. But I, no, I don't think he gets above ninety his first year. But I think he gets in. Okay. Oh, I so, just feel I feel like like on the whole like juice head type of thing. It's just like it's the same voters every year. Like what's changing year to year? Like they're not voting them in on purpose. There are guys trending up and there are guys trending down. But I just I'm gonna say Derek Jeter. Congratulations. Right okay, now. staying so, in baseball. Does this mean? The Houston Astros team that won the World Series a couple years ago, huge they're not going to get... You can't say there's not a huge asterisk. And I Baseball's think, all cheating. It's fine. No. Let the best cheaters win. No. Come on. Like, there's, there's like, stealing signs, which is, like, an art of the game. That's just straight cheating. No, I, I, I'm fine with it. If you give me an inch, take a mile for sure. Yeah, but now that you've been caught... Like it's like it's gonna ruin AJ Hinch's legacy, and it, and it already is starting to. The punishment that, that that's being talked about in the MLB is either is it's gonna be close to the death penalty. So so what would that be? Okay, so most the most recent uh, big um, scandal was the Atlanta Braves with the illegal prospects, right? Yeah. And they lost ten or they lost six of their top ten prospects, which is crippling, right? Mind you, the Braves were already in a good spot. Right, but like if you go to the Astros right now, who are running into cap issues, who are running into this, right, like that, those prospects, like those, like the guys who have come up now, you know what I mean? Like those. So, guys. how would you decide that if you were going to take the prospects away from them? So, what they did is they just they, they 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 were allowed to keep their top four, but then five through ten was put into a like a draft almost kind of thing, or like it was kind of like that style where they could be signed by other teams at a certain deadline. So they just lost them. Um, and but that was bad, and the MLB's the MLB executives. There's been a couple leaks have already said it's going to be worse. Huh? So I think this could be a huge crippling penalty. And I agree with you. Give an inch, just take a mile type of thing. But like as more and more videos, almost every team at this point in time has a video out where you can clearly see it. And just if you look at the splits between home and away, like it's cheating. It's just like that's how, that's how it comes down to it. it's cheating. Home field advantage, baby. <laughs> that's taking it to a new level, that's for sure. Um, okay. Big yeah, question here. I know it's going to go over a little, but my thing is uh, Mike Fears was one of the guys who came out and said it. He's been not on that team for two years. It was asked around in the office when we were talking about this. Why did it take two years to come out? Because I, I bet you he had a meeting with the Astros this year. I was like, can you take me back, guys? And they're like, no. He's like, I'm going to the cops. Yeah, see, and I think I went the other way in the sense of I think he went to Oakland and said, hey, this is what they do. Let's, let's, let's beat them. You know what I mean? Let's keep it between us. Let's use it as our advantage, and let's see what can happen. And it'd be interesting to see what Oakland's home record was uh, in comparison to the Astros because they knew what was happening. Maybe they used it as a weapon until it was going to come out anyways. Sorry, that was just a quick little side thing. Yeah, it'll be very interesting going forward. It's a story to stick with, too. Back to football we go. The Sunday nighter, Mitch Trubisky. Horrible. Hor- was he hurt? Do you think he's hurt, or was that I'm benching? Gonna, I'm going to err on the side of believing and i'm a half full type of guy i'm gonna say he was hurt and it could have been something minuscule though where it's just like why put out an 80 percent, 70 percent mitch when he sucks already right now yeah. when we can just go to chase daniel right that's my thought behind it i don't know what's yours maybe they should sign kaepernick maybe they should sign anybody <laughs> yeah. me, me and lee they should put back as the quarterback tandem. Hey, I'll, I'll go to a place in atlanta and work out on some throws yeah Okay, yeah, I I'm, I don't know if I'm believing you there. Uh, I'm with, uh, I think it's all performance-based. They're going to take this offseason and try and reset him up in the head, and then they'll get they'll come into camp, say, you're the starter, give him a real short leash, and then have, have somebody waiting in the wings. They're going to draft a quarterback, not maybe not in the first round. So kind of like a, um, oh, my God, uh, 
quarterback from the Cowboys. How am I forgetting his name? Dak. Dak, right? Yeah. Dak, they got fourth I, round I, I, from I, I, Mississippi State. Yeah. And it, it gave Tony Romo that thing. I don't know why I had a brain fart there, but yeah, Dak. Um, I think that's a good case scenario. Either that or they're going to go the other way and they're going to go sign a quarterback in the offseason. Because they don't have... Teddy a, two hands. Two gloves. Two gloves. Teddy two gloves? Yeah, it's two gloves. Okay. Two hands. What is that? Like what? He just throws with his lefty? Patrick Mahomes does it sometimes. That's fair. So, we're, <laughs> so now on this podcast, Jerry's comparing... Teddy Bridgewater uh, is, is the better. next Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> okay. okay, going on Sunday, I was driving, but Lee dropped a crazy stat on me about the Minnesota Vikings game. What was that again, Lee? Yeah, and the only reason why I saw that is because the Vikings, I love I love Twitter accounts of teams that throw shade at at, at, um, at certain people on on Twitter, and someone put out a stat when the uh, Vikings were down twenty nothing at halftime to the Broncos. Teams down twenty to nothing uh, at halftime are zero and ninety nine, zero and ninety nine, uh, coming back. And the Vikings didn't say anything because they're like, "Oh, we're down twenty nothing." They come back, they win that game. I think it was what twenty seven, twenty three, or something like that. Twenty three, whatever, right? They come back, win that game. I like that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And then, then as soon as the game ends. They just go back to that tweet, and they just put a little one with a little asterisk beside it, and I love that. I love the pettiness of that type of thing, but what a win it was for the Vikings, especially, they're like, what, 8-3 and three now? Uh, yeah, I, b- I believe it's something like that. Like, once again, I think when we do our end of the uh, regular season um, review of what we had, uh, we are going to be in trouble in that division. Um other than people did pick the Packers, but I don't think we gave love to the Vikings. Even no, I, I think we kind of poo-pooed the Vikings a little bit. Delvin Cook's great. Kirk Cousins doing good enough. Madison even filling in yeah. that role has been good. And they're doing this without Adam Thielen right now. Are they? They could potentially be better without him. Ah, I, I think I know, that's crazy. That's crazy. I, know. I like stirring it up. Yeah. All right, I like stirring it up. Okay. Hardwood. We're going to do one more topic. Jake's not here. We're going to squeeze in some basketball just to make him wish he was here. We're not going to talk about We're going to talk about that next next segment. Maybe. We are. Carmelo is back in the NBA. Uh, Car- Didn't that just seem like a match made in heaven? Like, Carmelo needed the Blazers not as much as the Blazers needed Carmelo. The Raptors brought Carmelo back into the NBA. <laughs> The Raptors always swing it back to the Raptors. He's wearing the Raptors yeah. championship hat. <laughs> <laughs> the Raptors stomped Damian Lillard. They they kept Paul George quiet. They kept LeBron quiet. And they're like, "Ooh, we need some more scoring. Let's go bring in the guy who just chucks up everything." Everything. Carmelo, Anything. welcome back to the NBA. So now there's three players from that draft class still in the NBA. Can you name them, Lee? Oh man, I'm probably not the guy to be here. Carmelo. Um. I don't know if I said Carmelo Anthony yet. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I'm going to need help. Lebron, I'm gonna need to call LeBron. LeBron. And then the guy 53rd overall he was. You can name. You could have said any number there and it wouldn't have helped me. <laughs> Tell me who it is. Uh, he plays for the Bucks now, Lee. He's KK, Kyle Korver, oh, Mr. Oh, the Creighton Blue shot. Jay. Yeah, yeah, the Creighton Blue Jay. <laughs> Lee doesn't know anything until it comes to college. There's a database. In yeah, his head all that's of a like, sudden it's like, boom, college. I got something on him. Yeah. D3. <laughs> oh, come on, give Creighton a little bit more credit than that. But Three yeah. players from the 2003 draft class still kicking, and Carmelo's back there with them. Good on you, Carmelo, and I'm looking forward to watching you just kill the Blazers. The Blazers. Officially. I can't wait to you to bring the Blazers to what they always do and winning the first round and then getting swept in the second round. So congrats, Carmelo. Maybe you get them one game. It'll be awesome. So that wraps up the two-minute drill here on Poor Sports. Coming up next, we're going to have a bet from my man Lee. A and then bet. we're going to have a guest on. We're going to see what this brings us. Coming up next on Poor Sports. <laughs> Lee Kuzmich here, and I have been cold lately. I'll be the first to admit it. The under did not hit in anything in the Minnesota-Iowa game. It was a beautiful day in Iowa, and when that happens, you're toast. So then I'm going to go back to revert to my old ways of betting right here. That did win me some money. When you love a bet so much, you should fade it. That's the principle right here. And there's one bet on this NFL line that we're going to talk to the NFL that seems like it's a no-brainer. Yes, I'm talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers at Cincinnati Bengals. The over-under is at 39. Everything screams under. I want to take the under. That's all I want to do. I just want to put my money on the under, cash it in. 
I'm taking the over. I am taking the over of 39 points. We were just talking about it in the studio where the, everybody said over under four field goals, and they are right. You couldn't be more right. That's why I'm going to take the over because Las Vegas has got a plan for everything. Over 39 Pittsburgh Steelers. Bengals. Lee Cutman. Come on, Lee. That I don't know about that bet. Come on. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it next week when I when I'm a winner. Is that going to be the least watched game this week? I think so. Easily. Mason Rudolph doesn't know where he is. The Bucks play the Falcons. I like that game. I got Mike Evans, Julio's there, Kelvin Ridley. For other than fantasy reasons, you have two teams with a combined total <laughs> of like five wins. So it will be a shootout, though. I think Fair. so. This has got me thinking. We got to talk some more NFL. The season is it's going crazy right now, and the Patriots didn't look good, but they still won, and we're getting closer to know what the playoff picture is looking like. The Ravens are just looking more and more legit. Yeah, so Lamar Jackson for MVP, possibly. New favorite. We're bringing in one of our loyal listeners, and a guy that him and I talk so much football, me and him probably talk more football than we do here on the podcast. I, I know you might it. not think that's possible, but welcome to the podcast, Mr. Evan Scott. How's it going, sir? It is going great, dude. I am so hyped to be here. Awesome. So, Evan, well, how has the NFL season been in your eyes so far? I mean, Patriots are 9-1, baby. We just beat the Eagles with the defense, but, you know, Patriots offense, not looking well. Is, Ju- is Julian Edelman coming for Tom Brady's quarterbacking job? I mean, he does have a 158-point QB rating. <laughs> awesome. And, like, I don't know. I, I was I was nervous in that game because in our fantasy football league, James White, uh, I was going up against him and Julian Edelman. Yep. I, had to, I had to rub my eyes to make sure I read that yep. right when I saw that Edelman tossed a touchdown. It's been – so, you – Great listener of the podcast. You and Jake always go at it. Cooper Cup versus OBJ. How happy have you been the last few weeks that OBJ has done diddly squat without Brandon Cooks in the lineup and Robert Woods? No, Cooper Cup. You got him mixed up there when you were talking. He said, I am not going to lie to you that Odell is amazing. And if you watch those games, he is getting 10 targets. He is getting held in the end zone on a corner route. He has touchdowns there. He is just not getting anything and it is so sad to me <laughs> he needs to go to the Patriots doesn't he that'll fix both, both I problems. mean he gave Tom the goat cleat and then Tom brought his son to see OBJ after the game you know something there okay so after this past week's disappointing performance between Lamar Jackson versus Deshaun Watson that was a marquee matchup there was supposed to be a billion points scored in that matchup and well, then, the Ravens lived up to that. Yeah, hype. only one team showed up. What are yeah. some things you guys are looking forward to the rest of the season? Lee, you start things off. Uh, yeah, so I was going through the schedule here, and a game that I'm really looking forward to, just to see how... Because here's the thing. The 49ers look legit. They that, feel legit. The best, the second best running team in the NFL. So I'm looking forward to Week 14. They play the Saints, and I think that's a good test to see where they really are. Um because they lost, they lost to a good Seahawks team. They beat some good teams as well. But the Saints, the Saints are all of a sudden starting to get back to who we think the Saints are, and it'd be a good test just to see uh, where they'll be at. Um, I like the Saints because I'm a NFC South homer, um, as being a Bucks fan, and it just feels like uh, every week I turn on the TV and Drew Brees is like 500 yards against the Bucks <laughs> every week. Now. So that's maybe that's why I just always think the Saints are a lot better than I'm what wrong. they are. But At least they keep Alvin Kamara and Chuck with that good run defense. Yeah, 16 points in fantasy this week. Didn't really do that. <laughs> we didn't really do anything. Um, so, yeah, but that's that's my big marquee game. Uh, you can you can pick a half a dozen games. I also sometimes like the toilet bowl games. Like I like the Dolphins-Jets. You know Dolphins-Bengals, I mean? too, are coming, yeah, is coming Dolphin, up. The Giants play the Redskins again. Like These like like real bad matchups sometimes produce just great games. What do you have nobody to cares. Yeah, nobody cares. Yeah. So yeah, they, it's just trick play. They're just gong show games. Evan, what are you looking forward to this upcoming season? 
you guys are skipping over the most important week, and that is this weekend. We have Monday Night Football, Ravens, Rams. Sunday Night Football, Packers, 49ers. 4 o'clock, Cowboys, Patriots. And my toilet bowl, Dolphins, Browns. Pound. Without Miles Garrett, without Larry Ogajino, uh, I don't know how to pronounce that guy. We got where we were going. Hogan, no, don't yeah. worry. We're all good here. We all know who <laughs> we're Lee's not even going to attempt it. Yeah, He's smarter no than shot. both of us. Yeah, no shot. <laughs> this is a big weekend, boys. Patriots, Cowboys, let's see if, if Dak's real. He put up 444 in 13 touchdowns last week. I don't know. Packers, 49ers, oh, man. Do you think, Aaron Lee, Joe. do you think Dak's for real? No. Evan, do you Dak. think Dak's for real? Dak is for real. No, he's not. No, Michael Gallup on. might be, but with Dak with an injured Amari Cooper. He's got weapons. <laughs> Zeke and Pollard look pretty all right when they bench Zeke for a little bit this past weekend. But I do not think Dak is for real. You guys glossed over the fact that the Giants play the Bears this weekend. Talk about another game that nobody wants to show up for. Which quarterback would you rather have right now to win one game? Daniel Jones or Mitch Trubisky? I'd actually probably say Mitch just because Daniel Jones fumbles the ball like like there's no tomorrow. Evan? Which quarterback would you rather have to win? Jared Goff or Mitch Trubisky? (laughs) Well, we saw that last night, right? Is it bad that I can actually say that those are my dynasty quarterbacks that I took in this year's <laughs> dynasty draft? That is makes it you bad want. that I would probably take Mitch? <laughs> no. no. Boo. Mitch is uh. bad. So, Evan, you sent me a video here. Do I need to play it? I mean, you can just play a little bit of it. Play a lot of it. You do what you want. <laughs> he is going to be a bum in short order. Philip Rivers is going to win the game. Edelman clearly doesn't look the same. You know, everyone thinks we suck. I got the Chiefs winning this game. The reign of terror. Can't win any games. Will finally be over. <laughs> Patriots, let's face it, they're not good anymore. It's a Patriots hype-up song, baby. Let's go. <laughs> so is this your proclamation that the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl again this year? I will tell you they will be there. For sure, 100%. No, I'm against it there. Do you think they can finally find a way to stop Lamar Jackson? Yes, because we showed them that we were beatable, but it was just a ploy. It was a conspiracy. They think that they have us. They don't. Here's here's the thing and why I would argue against you there. So uh, Belichick's philosophy is always they're going to make the other guy beat you, right? They always shut down the big guy, and they did that, right? The problem is that is that you can't shut down three different tight ends because they can just roll. So they shut down Mark Andrews, who has been their best uh, receiver here. That's that's agreeable between everybody here, right? Because um, Hollywood Brown's sporadic. Um, and then at that point, they just went to Doyle, and Doyle had a career uh, day against them. So I just think I think the Ravens are just built to be that team that just like hurts defenses. Now, mind you, if if you could make Jackson be a pocket quarterback, I like your chances. You have to put two spies on him. But then the thing is, is that they just roll so much. It's 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 the first thing where I've actually seen like a college system look like it works. Like you just never know what you're getting from them, and they'll beat you with the other guy. But here's the thing, is that the Patriots learn every weekend. There was an interview with Kyle Vannoy, and he said in the Super Bowl, they were playing at Tampa 2, and they were down 28-3. to The second half, they were playing a cover 6, because they can do anything they want. The Patriots just played the Eagles, and the Eagles, I mean, they have some pretty good tight ends on that team. Yeah, they didn't do that well, that's for sure. They're learning. They progress. They are ready to take on that team. Okay, I'm going to call Evan our resident Patriots expert. I have another big Patriots question. Okay. Is Gronk coming back? No. What's his big announcement on Tuesday then? CBD oil. <laughs> yeah, it's just a big sales pitch? That's it. He's keeping himself relevant. That's all he needs to do. And then boom, he gets a spike. He ain't coming back. He's got to put on like 50, 60 pounds of muscle to come back? No. It's not happening. He's happy, and no. Okay, you, you're there, so I can go put in a claim on Rob Gronkowski, and I can know that Evan's not going to put one in as yeah, well. Yeah, you do that. I do not have room on my 28-man bench for anybody. <laughs> um, another Patriots question here. How many times over uh, Tom Brady's career are we going to see him kiss his son on the lips? Uh... No comment. <laughs> no comment. Okay, that's for sure. Uh, I just want to hope we don't drag any more kids off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 
Evan just made his proclamation of who's winning the Super Bowl. I'm going to ask Lee at this point in the season who's winning the Super Bowl. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna ride the Lamar Jackson train, and I and I just think they're gonna they're gonna have this year. They're, this is the year the Ravens have always sucked offensively. They've sucked, right? And it's not because of Joe Flacco. It's the system, right? Because we're big Joe Flacco fans on this podcast. No, we're not. Yes, we are. <laughs> and and um, if they would get, um, but I think this is the year where the defense is great. The defense is great, like it always Better. is. Sure. And and now finally the offense is starting to find its stride. This is what they've been waiting for, and I think I think the Ravens can finally get back on top of the podium. There's a whole bunch of teams you can pick that are gonna like people will nod along and say, Yeah, 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 I get that. Yeah, like there's teams like you can't argue like in all honesty, like obviously I don't want the Patriots to win because obviously if you don't like the Patriots, you hate the Patriots. It's just how it goes. Um but like you can't sit here and say, like, hey, the Patriots are gonna win the Super Bowl and be like, That's a terrible call. How no, dare you, you, you can't say do that? that right? so it's not a Evan's sitting there in his life jacket, nice safety vest. Yeah. I'm going with the best quarterback in the league. He's gonna win the Super Bowl. Russell Wilson. Oh, I thought you were about oh. to say the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are about to come back. <laughs> or, or Joe Flacco. <laughs> we are a big Joe Flacco. You get Joe Flacco, Jeff Fisher all into one team, and oh. we'll talk about our favorite team <laughs> no. here on the pod. Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks are going to win the Super Bowl. I, I just like, you can't give Russell Wilson the ball with any time remaining. It's like Aaron Rodgers from a few years ago. Unless it's in overtime. Unless it's in, yes. <laughs> um, uh or it's on the goal line. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Or it's like anywhere other than Seattle. I just couldn't go with, I couldn't parrot Lee and pick Lamar Jackson. You know you wanted to, He's though. my fancy quarterback. You know you wanted to. He's very you exciting. Could, you could have just hopped nope. right on. Russell Wilson could have hopped Seattle on the Seahawks. Ravens train. I mean, don't sleep on the Green Bay Packers. The cheesehead, so come on. Who do they have at wide receiver? It should be us three out there. It doesn't really matter when Aaron Rodgers is throwing. Yeah, he's okay. Aaron Jones all of a sudden just became okay, too. Aaron Jones, that wide receiver. Touchdown machine, Aaron Jones. Who has more touchdowns, him or CMC? Uh, You you already asked me this. That is tied. (laughs) It's crazy. CMC did not score a touchdown last He just got almost 200 yards this past week. (laughs) I mean, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. I'll admit it. He was definitely, he's definitely all right. Any final points you guys want to look forward to in this NFL season? Oh, man. I love mock drafts <laughs> as a Bucks fan. He's like, you, you guys don't experience it, but like you get to like week seven, week, week eight, like you're already looking at the way too early mock drafts. Start looking at, you start looking at film, right? It's the life of a Bucks fan, right? You're just, an animal. Yeah. <laughs> Evan has no idea what that is. He's had Tom Brady as yeah, you guys as are just are, like you guys his are gonna, entire life. You guys will trade your first round pick for some like uh, shopper from Shoppers Drug Mart, right? He bags groceries. <laughs> yeah, and he'll end up just being like Julian Edelman. Like he'll draft some ex lacrosse star. And just I don't know where it pisses me off, man. That's what it is. <laughs> and Evan, down to coaching. Are, are you looking forward to anything else this season? Uh, I am just looking forward to winning my dynasty matchup and league. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We gotta cut him off sooner or later. <laughs> yeah. We, sorry. We 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 are seeming to lose Evan. <laughs> Th- thanks for coming on, Evan, and thanks for Thank giving us time, lessons. Boys. Oh man, I love talking NFL. You have no idea. Well, Jared does, but <laughs> that does it for this week's episode of the Poor Sports Podcast. Thanks for listening, and go buy some merch. Always.